TopplessRobot.com presents... Previously on Cosmic Love. Good evening, ladies and tentacle monsters. You're listening to Cosmic Love, your best source for sex advice and the news of the day from PleasureSphere64. I'm your host, Madame Alexandra, and I'm broadcasting to you live from the belly of the beast. As you all know, we're in the midst of a hostage crisis here on PleasureSphere64, and with the exception of my <clears throat> companion here... Gladiator, honor-obsessed, and rather difficult to get along with, Doc Blednikov. Uh, is slender. The two of us are, as far as we can tell, the only ones to emerge unscathed from the acoustic bomb. And when I heard Mr. Bludnikov say what he said earlier... That he'd been wrong about interspecies love, and Tuzu is the light of his precious six-chambered heart. What can Doc say? Doc is born this way. It just made me think if he can get over it, well... Maybe I can, too. You must be pleased your gay little show worked. I am ecstatic my gay little show worked. Am I hearing right that you want to defect and help us take down Vortron? I guess that's what I'm saying, yeah. It's not so great working for Vortron anyway. The dental plan has some serious shortcomings. This has been a very special broadcast of Cosmic Love. I'm your host, Madame Alexandra. Tune in next week for when we return to our regular rotation of sex advice questions and the news of the day from here on Pleasure Sphere 64. Until then, stay sexy, stay true to yourself. Attention, all guests and employees of Approved Recreation Sphere 7. This is a message from the Galactic Presidential Government. Remember, only you can prevent aberrations in our perfect society. If you see something, say something. If you hear something, say something. If you echolocate something, say something. And remember, we're always watching. Good afternoon, patriots. You're listening to the Freedom and Family Values Hour. I'm your host, Chip Chetford Brattingly. And I'm Madam Ex... I'm Lady Sandra Liberty. And together, we answer your love questions and bring you the news of the day from here on Approved Recreation Sphere 7. Isn't that right, Sandra? It sure is, Chip. You know, I always like to start the show with a current update on everyone's favorite hero and my personal idol, Galactic President Jute Blark. He's better than Jesus, he's better than Yoda, Jute Blark's the greatest guy that ever lived. The President Blark update is exciting every single day, but today, the news is just... It's just so incredible, you are in for such a treat. Yesterday... The president was visiting the third moon of the Trinity system to negotiate a new trade deal when a group of resistance fighters captured a whole school bus full of orphans and threatened to drop them in a volcano as some kind of misguided protest against the government. Let me guess, President Blark heroically saved the day? You know he did. The president heard what was happening. He borrowed a kid's hover scooter, and he flew right up to that volcano, and using his expert karate moves, he single-handedly fought off the resistance fighters and saved the whole school bus full of orphans! Isn't that amazing? You might almost say it's unbelievable, Chip. Oh, those resistance fighters make me so mad. 
President Blark is just trying to make the galaxy a stronger, safer place. What do they even think they're doing? Well, I guess they're trying to stand up for what they think is right, no matter how hopeless or outnumbered they feel. Which is wrong, obviously! I should say so. Remember how chaotic things used to be? Remember all the Marfikian terrorist attacks? I certainly do. Didn't you single-handedly take down a whole army of them one time? God, aren't you glad those days are behind us? Well, I wouldn't say it was single-handed, exactly. And the Marfikians weren't the only ones. It felt like every week a different fanatical group was making some kind of statement. You know, this is what happens when you allow all of these different cultures to just intermix freely instead of really honing in on the good ones. Oh, and the jobs! Do you remember, listeners, how hard it was to get a good job with all of those beta species stealing them left and right? Okay, okay, Chip. Uh, this isn't a show about politics. It's a show about love. All I'm saying is, if that's the world the Resistance is fighting for, terrorism and chaos and, and stolen jobs, then I just... I wake up every morning grateful that I'm on the right side. I know it's only been two years, but... What a magical two years it's been. <laughs> you okay there? <clears throat> it's just... <clears throat> it's just, I, I love President Blark so much. Oh, honey. You know, sometimes I, I lie awake at night and I think about how I'll never even be half the man that President Blark is. Well, in terms of gross mass and volume, no, probably not. But you've got a radio show, Chip! That's pretty good. Yeah, I guess so. You're doing your part for the government. We're all doing our part for the government. Well, should we answer a love question? But first, a word from our sponsors. Long day of quadrant redistricting? Bummed after being forced to arrest your own wife for sedition? When's the last time you had fun? Well, come on down to Approved Recreation Sphere 7, where we have all the fun legally allowed by the galactic presidential government. From our zero-gravity polo courts to our uranium-powered petting zoo, Approved Recreation Sphere 7 has it all. Take it from Sylvia Sylvania, the wife of party minister Richard Sylvania and perfumist to the stars. I spend my vacations at Approved Recreation Sphere 4. <coughs> Seven. Seven? Because it's the best recreation sphere in the galaxy. And check out my Lupakian Shark perfume shop on deck 71. My shark has never smelled better. And so will yours. Treat yourself at Approved Recreation Sphere 7. You're a member of an alpha species. You're worth it. Well, Chip, now is it time for a relationship advice question? I think it is, Lady Sandra. This question comes to us from the Party Insiders Cigar Lounge and Robot Shooting Gallery. Let's take a listen. Good afternoon, Mr. Chatford Brattingly and female assistant. Oh, boy. This is Party Minister Dick Sylvania, and I've been having some marital troubles. I was hoping you could help me blast apart. 
I recently allowed my wife to get into the perfuming business, thinking of course it would be an appropriate female-oriented field if indeed a female just had to get into business. But now, instead of talking about matters of the home and family, it's always beta quadrant sales margins this and a thousand sharks died in the lab and now we're facing a lawsuit that. When a man is sitting at his dinner table, he doesn't want to talk business. He wants to focus on his children and his caviar-crusted gah. I feel like I'm living with a business partner instead of the delicate Pandoran flower I divorced my first wife for. Any advice on how to get these silly business notions out of her head? Well, first of all, what an honor to field a question from such a high-ranking party official as Minister Dick Sylvania. Can you even believe it? I cannot! I mean, if I'd come to you ten years ago and told you the two of us would be here, answering a love question for THE Dick Sylvania, what would you even do? I'd kill myself on the spot, Chip. <laughs> I know! The pressure is almost unbearable! And right after the station ad spot with him in it too, what are the odds? I can honestly say I've given up on anything making logical sense anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Such a tricky question too. There's a lot of nuance here, a lot of gender politics, so... In the spirit of... Ladies being in charge of things, uh, why don't you start off our advice to Minister Sylvania? Oh, no, I couldn't possibly. Try. Okay. Well, Dick, I think it's safe to assume that Sylvia had a pretty good idea of what she was getting into when she married you, what your expectations of her would be. So I'm sorry to hear she's not providing you with the marriage experience you were hoping for, not being receptive enough to your needs. It may be that she's just so excited about her new business that it didn't even occur to her that it might affect her family, too. So selfish. Right. But, and hear me out on this, she's still your partner, and this business clearly means a lot to her. So I think the first thing, as always, is just to sit down and have an honest conversation with her. Tell her how you feel, how you think her business is interfering with your family life. Tell her you support her dreams. But that part of your dream is to have a shop talk free dinner time. Now, if I could speak directly to Mrs. Sylvania for just a moment. Congrats on being a badass boss lady. I do have to admit, the specific choice of shark perfumery seems a little unnecessary, and from the sounds of it, it isn't super great for the sharks, but I like where your head's at. So maybe just give it another think. Maybe find another business idea. One that's less actively harmful to marine wildlife, and then you go get it, girl. The world is your oyster. Just maybe the oyster smells okay as it is. As for the family time issue, maybe you could hire an assistant to help out, so that your husband feels supported and loved in his dream of a family-focused household. Hopefully you can come to an arrangement that works for you both. How's that, Chip? Oh, Sandra. Sandy. Sweet, simple Sandy. That was adorable advice. Thank you. I suppose you have something better? <clears throat> tell her to quit her job, Dick. Call up whatever man owns and runs her factory and tell him that your wife is coming home. It's her duty to you, to her government, to her galaxy. Who will raise your children to respect authority and traditions, to protect against those who threaten our way of life, to spy on your neighbors to make sure they're not hiding any undesirables? It's her, Dick! Your children are her job! 
not niche goods and or services. Tell her she's got to say goodbye to perfume and focus on her real job. If she pushes back, just remind her how easy it was for you to dump wife one and how easy it would be for you to find wife three. I guarantee she'll come around. Insightful as ever, Chip. Thanks, Sandra. You know, even with his wife problems, I envy Minister Sylvania and President Blark. Because of their unimaginable wealth and power? Because of their families. They're able to juggle a wife and children and enforcing the rule of law on 1.6 million alpha planets and properly dealing with the undesirables on another 2 million junk planets. They probably have hobbies. I bet they even have pets. They truly have it all. All I have is one radio show and a Neblonian cactus that refuses to learn any tricks. How will I ever be a model citizen? How will I ever measure up to someone like Minister Sylvania if I can't even teach one cactus to shake hands? <laughs> Whoa there, Chip. You're veering off the edge again. Let's bring it on back. I think we're good on that question. I think you gave Minister Sylvania everything he needs for a very patriotic conversation with his wife. Let's just move on to the news of the day, shall we? <laughs> but first, a word from our sponsors. Well, howdy out there, my planetary paramours. Did you come to Approved Recreation Sphere 7 looking for love? Then come on down to Lady Sandra's Getting to Know You Parlor on Deck 15, where you can see the most patriotic floor show since that time Sergeant Zim accidentally took those dancing beans at his rifle ceremony. <laughs> Here at Lady Sandra's, we have a wide selection of bedrooms and romantic closets where two mature adults can enjoy a stimulating conversation about how much they love the government and how great everything is going all night long lady sandra's getting to know you parlor this galaxy ain't gonna repopulate itself welcome back listeners let's dive into the news of the day yellow dwarf level sunshine is projected all afternoon on beach level 20 with highs around 300 degrees kelvin the eularia is as usual closed due to an outbreak of eel flu all guests are encouraged to instead visit Lonnie's Lamprey Tamales on Deck 37 to satisfy all of their slithery Tex-Mex needs. Tickets are sold out for the main stage show tonight in the Skynet National Bank Coliseum, but guests are encouraged to arrive early for standby tickets to the Beetlejuice Doomsday Panthers. Sounds just great, Sandra. Finally, all guests should expect traffic delays due to an additional security presence on Deck 74 through 92. I can't go into any detail, but I just want to say that I am thrilled to report that we have just received a recently captured ultra-high-profile political prisoner who will be held for questioning at the Baron Vladimir Harkonnen Detention Facility and Information Extraction Lounge. A political prisoner? I hadn't heard anything about that. I just received the special report this morning. Don't you just feel so honored that we were chosen to support President Blark's security forces like this? Did the report say anything else? Is it a member of the Underground? Isn't it sweet how excited she is to support the government folks? So, so excited. But did it say anything else? How come I don't get special security reports? <laughs> you know I have a higher security clearance than you, silly. Listeners, 
patriots. I can't reveal anything else, only that this prisoner has been a top security threat to the galactic government for quite some time, and we are just tickled pink that this enemy of the state is now safely held in our very own BVF detention facility. Do you know how long they'll be here? Or what their crimes were? Okay, that's all for today, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to the Freedom and Family Values Hour. I thought recreation spheres weren't supposed to take any high-profile prisoners. I'm your host, Chip Chepford Brattingly, and this is Lady Sandra Liberty, and we are just pleased as punch that you've chosen us today as your source for love advice and the news of the day from here on Approved Recreation Sphere 7. Why don't you give the listeners the sign-off, Lady Sandra? <sighs> yeah, sure. All hail the peerlessly brilliant and supremely handsome galactic president Jute Blark, and remember, only you can prevent aberrations in our perfect society. Bye-bye, everyone! Good evening, sexy members of the underground. You're listening to Cosmic Love. I'm your host, Madame Alexandra, and you have no idea how good it feels to say that. Madame Alexandra has been around for a lot of long and sexy years, and she has had a lot of wonderful things in her mouth, but not one of them has felt as good as the words Cosmic Love. After an afternoon of hosting that insipid, misogynistic, racist drivel of a show. I know I should count myself lucky that I'm still on a pleasure sphere. Sorry, approved recreation sphere. That I still get to host a radio show at all. Most of the pleasure spheres got turned into detention centers. Of course, who knows what's happening now that we have some kind of super ultra top secret prisoner transfer going down. Is it one of you? Did we lose someone? Somebody, please let me know what's going on. I can't handle parroting all that President Blark garbage and not knowing what's happening on my own sphere, in my own little backyard. I don't know what I would do about it, given the frisky security forces that I'm sure are surrounding the entire 15-deck region, but I'd like to know what's going on at least. It would be nice to find out, you know, if the person being tortured in my backyard is a friend. So on that note, how are you doing out there, my brothers and sisters and gender-free love kittens of the underground? Staying in trouble and having loads of great sex, I hope? You know, shared danger is a powerful aphrodisiac. At least that's what the Sultan of Tarnax told me when he took me naked bungee jumping over the razor cliffs of Pelloc 4. But I suppose we should get on with the business at hand. I spoke with a Ferengi trader at Nebula Gyms last night, and he's willing to transport ten Beta Species refugees to a safe house. For a price, of course. His brother-in-law owns a place on Kepler 7, sort of a bed-and-breakfast-meets-Palomian-Bee-sanctuary thing. A bee and bee and bee. He's willing to take them in for a year, as long as they're willing to do a little light cleaning and to sing to the bees. I'll transmit the coordinates after this broadcast. I thought I had a lead on another safe house, but I haven't heard from my contact in a few days. I hope she's okay. I hope she hasn't been captured. Most likely, she just got scared and changed her mind. It happens so often. Am I not being persuasive enough? 
You know, in her heyday, Madam Alexandra could persuade a Wookiee to wear a tutu. <laughs> Better days. So, that's the best I've got this week. But you know, I'll keep pumping my customers for information. Trying to find more allies, more safe houses, more... good... in the galaxy. It can't all have disappeared. It's gotta be out there. <sighs> Listeners, things are so weird. I hope you aren't listening to me host that asinine show with that shriveled hiccup of a human being. I hope for the sake of my own dignity that you're not hearing me say those things. I hope you know that Madame Alexandra is still on your side. That without the freedom and family bullshit hour, without Madame Alexandra's house of excitement, sorry, Lady Sandra's getting to know you parlor, I couldn't arrange for anyone's safe passage. I couldn't have my girls pick up tidbits of information from their clients. Hell, I've picked up some tasty tidbits myself in the past year. You know, it's funny. The waiting list for my uh, professional services has never been longer. These government guys sure like a strong, sarcastic woman with a whip. So I didn't receive any of your advice questions this week. Again. I hope that doesn't mean that you've given up on me. Please, send me your love questions. You know I'm desperate to help in any way I can. I know you've been receiving my transmissions because you've still been sending refugees to the safe houses I find, but I haven't heard anyone's actual voice in so long. I haven't gotten to help you with any advice in so long. Sometimes I feel so disconnected from you, my resistance family. It almost makes me want to leave this sphere, but what would I do? Shoot a gun? Pilot a starship? <laughs> Madame Alexandra is a lover, not a fighter. Her place is at a microphone, talking to the people. I just wish... I wish you felt like I was still your people. Okay, well, friends. I guess that's all for tonight. I've passed along the tea. I've done exactly 87 kegels. Ugh, 88. I supposed I'd better get off the encrypted line. I still have a long night of customers lined up, and... Holy Jesus and Carl Sagan, what is that? I'm not expecting any visitors for another hour at least. Just a moment! Okay, Alexandra, remain calm. It's just some tourist wandering lost around the station. They didn't discover your secret broadcast to the underground. You're not about to be executed. I'm gonna leave this audio feed running, though, just in case, so everyone knows what happened to me. Remember me for my whips and my brilliant advice. Okay, okay! Are you Madame Alexandra with cosmic love? Shh! Not with the door open! Come in. Are you Madame Alexandra with cosmic love? I am Lady Sandra Liberty of the Freedom and Family Values Hour. No, shut up! Are you Madame Alexandra or not? Fine, yes. Why? We have to save Eddie. What? Who's Eddie? The top secret prisoner being held on level 83. Oh! Great! And who are you? I'm Eddie. Great! Wait, what?
Cosmic Love was written, directed, and edited by me, Amy Thorstensen. Madame Alexandra was played by Katie Self, Chip was played by Chad Ashman, and Eddie was played by Katie Polensky. Thanks for listening, and be good out there.